Hey, Dr. Drew here. Head on over to store.ymhstudios.com and check out the great new merch we have. It's all new, Dr. Drew After Dark gear. So does white have salt in it? Because not saying I did, but tasted it one time and it was a little bit salty. And hypothetically speaking, say if I ran out of salt, could I oh. use that to season like a steak or something? Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. All right, Gene, welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Our phone number 818-253-1693, and the emails are at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. And uh, the Booth Boys are with me today. Uh, gentlemen, everybody good? Hell yeah. What's Hell up, yeah. baby? What's up, what's up, what's up? We're going we're gonna to dig into you guys a little bit further in a few minutes, but uh, maybe all of us even. Maybe I should be on the scoreboard, too. Let me explain to people what I'm talking about. Fuck yeah. I've, <laughs> Don't like the way you phrased it, but I, all right, let's do it. I've, <laughs> I, brought, I brought in a couple of screens, just basic tests to see if you're a sociopath or if you have a borderline personality disorder. Last time, one of the last shows... And he uh, brought up borderline. He was reading about borderline. He said, "I got all that." And I said, "I don't. I don't think that's what you got." So we're gonna we're gonna go into that a little more detail, and uh, and then sort of pin that or, or follow that on with a little antisocial personality, <laughs> which which any had noted last time. He has traits up. He has traits. How yeah, exciting. I kind of uh, I kind of hit ten for ten on that one. Traits, so, uh, traits, traits. Yeah, yes. traits. And we're gonna yes. sort of. This time, talk more about intensity of things and other stuff you might be doing. But anyway, so I'm going to get right to a couple of voice. Uh, excuse me, enough. Well, I will get some voice messages, but some emails. Um, oh, I was thinking about some stuff with you guys when I was in the bathroom. And now, what was it? I do my best thinking there. Gone. Mucus tastes like nuts. Had a nasty cough for a couple of weeks recently. For a while, every time I coughed up mucus, it tasted like peanuts. But I wasn't eating any kind of nut. What could this be? Uh, that could be infected you know, bronchitis or even pneumonia. My goodness. Uh, random blackouts. 22-year-old male and have been experiencing blackouts from alcohol even when I consume small amounts over the span of the evening. Always happened right after it's fairly certain I'll have a way of getting home, blah, 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 uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a frequent drinker, maybe once or twice a month, although I started drinking at age 14 since I'm a, from Poland. See, this is the bullshit that Europeans do. It's like, we don't have any problems with alcohol. We teach our kids how to drink. Now he's blacking out. Anyways, I'm home here for him now. Good. So check it out. Try it out because uh, you better believe I'm coming up in May. Gerard. Um, blacking out is not a normal relationship with alcohol. It does sa- suggest that, no, it really, it's actually a sign of alcoholism or at least impending alcoholism. And um, it, it's just, you know, it, he's only he's blacking out with three to four beers over an evening, which means you probably have been drinking more than you realize over a longer period of time than you realize, which means you need to remain abstinent for a period of time. I'm not saying you have to give up drinking, that you've thrown the switch on alcoholism. What I'm saying is you you have an abnormal relationship with alcohol. You could trigger it pretty easily. And let's see how you do with two or three months of abstinence and whether that tendency to blackout doesn't kind of diminish somewhat. Interesting. Mysterious white while browning. It's white and brown, guys. You get that? All in one email. I'm a 21-year-old male. Sometimes when I brown, especially if it's a fat, girthy one, a mysterious, clear, sticky white secretes from where it spits. It happens before I poop and shoot. It's so hard to read these guys. They're such poets. This happens before I poop and shoot, jing my D after I shit. So I don't think this is white coming out. Right. In other words, he's saying he's cleaned the pipes and the... And the white comes from his anus before he poops. Wait, what? I'll tell you in a second. He's coming out of his ass? No. Uh, are these large shits just milking my prostate? Aye, aye, aye. No, they are not. Uh, that is mucus. Your your rectum and your colon produces a certain amount of mucus, and it can be a sign of inflammation in your colon, frankly, so it is something to pay attention to. But some people just pr- produce a fair amount of mucus. Uh, I'm going to bet any has mucus. Do you have a little white coming out at the very end there? Dude, Just guessing. I, how would I know, man? You don't, I don't even check. Look, you don't even no, look. That's right. No, it's, there's you, no mucus, If you, if you look down, the hand might come up, I understand. Actually, uh, I have a question about the, the anal mucus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Is your body, like, does your body know that you have a big brown coming? You're like, oh, we better lube up for this one. It, it, it's some, I mean, it probably has some adaptive properties. I mean, most people don't have mucus unless there's some sort of inflammation going on. 
And you can imagine, well, and, and he's dissociating in here. His <laughs> eyes are just closed, and I don't know if he knows he's what's happening. But and, Annie, are you with us? I'm somewhere else. <laughs> oh my goodness! What is it about the mucus, sir, that gives you such a hard time? Oh come on! Who, who the fuck likes mucus? What do you mean? I hate. Mucus. I just had a guy coughing up mucus from his lungs that tastes like nuts. That didn't bother you? Oh, I didn't even hear that. That was my opening email. He said he oh. coughs up his his his. The sputum that he coughs up tastes like peanuts. Why would you taste it? Why don't you just throw it You can't it away help it. Even it when you, it comes across your taste buds and you, your mouth fills with that <laughs> lovely... Uh, uh, nah. mm. I nope. say peanuts isn't a bad trade-off. Oh, this reminds me of uh, sharing that, uh, that leather-wearing poop diver to Jen Kirkman. She, got, she had quite a reaction, too. Um, but any so mucus itself is that that's just something that uh, makes you go to another place, huh? Uh, I mean, I we're just uh, it's all of it, you know. Like I don't like mucus. What, what, hold on, I a just, I, it's, but it's just like who likes mucus? Well, who sees on. mucus and they're like, oh, oh interesting. Oh, I'm gonna, who no, hates like, mucus? I, I have the potential of screwing you up right now. Oh, um, please don't. Well, let me just say that the white that you so dutifully produce a couple three times a day that's just yeah. that's just mucus. Bullshit. What the fuck you mean that's mucus? That's not the same fucking thing. That's well, not the same thing at all. It is. What the fuck you mean that's the same thing as mucus? You're saying that when I'm fucking... You're saying that my dick is sick every time I come out? It sneezes. I am not saying that. What are you trying to say? I am saying that mucopolysaccharides, which are these things that sort of these... You know, the, the fluid that is so viscous that we associate with mucus, and it can become... It can be... Uh, it, mucus safe from the lungs of the anus can develop other debris and white cells in it but the fundamental sort of thick fluid is called a mucopolysaccharide now there are a lot of different mucopolysaccharides but muco mucus is the thing that our bodies create on surfaces that uh, interact with the outside world typically or that need to be kept clean and moving and things like that and uh, you know the the fluid that semen is sent in into the again still the outside world of the vagina remember i've t taught you guys that vagina is outside the body yeah right. that Never mucus has to be able to deliver there to stay there so you know the sperm can find their way up towards the cervix is it is it any of this making sense to you so, so, so hold on so, so so you're telling me not only does mucus coming out of my dick you're saying mucus is in the pussy just waiting for me oh there there mucus, the of course oh, when, cool. it, when a woman is having a fluid that's Man. sort of a mucus. You just it's not, really it's want a thin me to not mucus. like pussy. It's, it's, this, it's really what this feels like. There's like, hey, did you realize that it's a hole, man? Did you realize that you don't know where it goes necessarily? Did you realize you've never been inside of it? Did you realize that there's mucus in it? You want me to hate pussy, Drew? What's going I, on? I don't want you to hate pussy. I want you to love pussy. But but I want I want you to. <laughs> well, I'm there, man. I I, 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 I But now I'm afraid you're going to dissociate every time you. Or in the presence of pussy, and that's going to be bad. I, and I wonder if you're going to make it through another masturbatory episode. <laughs> that's going to be bad without dissociating. And by the way, where do you stand in relation to the toilet? You can't. Do you squat miles up like you do? Where you sit on the 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 water thing, the water tank? What do you mean when I'm when I'm when you're coming? Yeah, I mean if you're using, the, do you stay away from the toilet? Because I, mean, I know your relation with the toilet is complex no yeah i just i stand right over it you stand over it and that's yeah. okay you can do that that doesn't yeah, interrupt the, the meal whatever no no yeah no, yeah but hold on uh i have a interesting question for any yeah so any now that you're learning that mucus is a big part of the pussy do you prefer a dry pussy or a mucusy pussy? oh and the dog getting getting down to it so let's be clear, though. There's thick mucus and thin mucus, and vaginas tend to have relatively thin mucus usually. So it's not the stuff that that you're disgusted by, any right? Is any gone? Is any there? Can he talk? And he's gonna be gone for the next ten minutes or so. I just, you want me to be present for the damn show? I, I do. I'll, I'll give you a little break. I you will. want me to? You want me to give you content? And you're talking about fucking mucus and pussy and in my asshole and coming in the toilets. I just... I thought this was your mom's house. I thought this is where they talked about brown and white all the time. I thought you'd be used to it by now. No, you're sorry. doing a great job, Drew. This I'm is sorry. good stuff. I thought, I thought this is sort of the, the fundamental sort of landscape of your mom's house, which you had to talk about white and brown. It's just so astonishing to me that no one ever connected that white and brown have mucus, you know, mucopolysaccharides. Let's just... Maybe we should just stop using... Maybe it's the word that bugs you, Andy. Maybe it's the word mucus. 
It, yes, it yes. is the word. It is yes. the feel. It's right. The, so let's just oh, call them mucopolysaccharides, okay? Oh, I don't think that one's helping. Polysaccharides means sugars. Polysaccharides, multiple sugars. Let's call it sugar. Yeah, let's call it. I like sugar. All right, so we can bring you back. And polysaccharide is multiple sugars, many sugars. So it's mucopolysaccharides. So it's 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 these long chains that you know can slide against one another that are also um, connected to sugars. It's good. Hell yeah, it's all good, right? And, Bunch of sugar inputs. And, and, and the it. thinner. Let's do it. Back and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know this to be true, but I'm guessing the thinner, the more polysaccharide laden, than the less muco laden, right? The sort of muco and polysaccharide. You're getting further yeah. away from it, Drew. We're losing them. Again. No, I'm saying there'd be more sugars in the thin stuff, and so more sugar with the pea, and uh, but less sugar with the uh, white. So. <laughs> I like the way your buddy just sits there and just laughs his ass off at you. I'm feeling buddy. bad. I'm trying to dig you out of this. I, buddy. I, 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 think he's yeah, on I my, thought he was my your team. buddy. I thought he was your buddy. Now I know you have antisocial feelings. Oh, my God. He's my arch nemesis, this oh fucking guy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, I just so, want what's best for you, Annie. But See it's, that just, face? it's so weird to me that no one has brought up what the white and the brown, at least what the white is made of, right? I mean, what what is it the prostate <laughs> produces that gets stuck into the uh, the um, seminal vesicles? Sugar. It's sugar. Sugar with some yeah. other stuff. Come yeah, on, man, it's just sugar. Right? The the reason why I never needed to know is because I don't taste that. I don't. I don't. No, right. But that, you talk so. about it a lot on this network. You know, what I'm saying is, there's been years of talk about these things and the mucus component of defecating or ejaculating has not come up, and that's kind of astonishing to me. But here we are. We're just talking about reality here. We're just talking. We're educating Annie so he doesn't have to associate when he gets in the presence of his own fluids. All right? He's gone. All right. Well, we get another question going. This is beautiful, Drew. Am I squirting or peeing? Speaking of squirting, that's that's um, that's mucopolysaccharide typically too. Uh, though, the, if not if it's peeing. Not if it's peeing. Is Annie going to be able to engage in this conversation or is he just gone? This is turning into an instant classic. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hi, Mommy, uh, Dr. Mommy. I'm writing with probably a very common question. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm squirting or peeing. Not common because not, not a lot of people can do that, um, but, but I've heard this many times before. Yes. I always make sure to pee before and after sex. During foreplay, my partner will make me squirt like three to five times. It comes out like a massive waterfall, feels amazing, but the volume fluid sometimes takes me by surprise. I get self-conscious about this, and this is why I always have to make sure my bladder is empty before foreplay. So uh, here's any you like this topic. Um, no, no. You are, you, are you sure? Are you uh, sure? I, I think so. I'll stay are off the sure? mucus component of it. Okay. Um, it, it, I will get to it, but I'll warn you before I do. Which is that women that squirt had that have this propensity, and we'll talk about what it is in a second. Always feel embarrassed and ashamed as a man. Should they have any degree of discomfort when when you make that happen? No, of course not. But right. to be, I've to be fair, I've never had a girl be. Uh, right. uh, but what's it called? So, Embarrassed by it, though. right? So, so well, they they keep it to themselves. But mm. but in, to the extent that it, what do you feel about it when you've caused that to happen? Uh, I'm a fucking magician, right? You know what I mean. So <laughs> the, your partner, this this uh, squirter p email questioner, your partner loves this, feels great about it. Men like evidence of what they've done. They like to see some 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 evidence of of success, and so uh, and he and that makes him feel like he's really uh, doing his job and you know turning you on those kind of stuff. So trust me, there is zero reason for you to feel uncomfortable, but they do. I get self conscious. Uh, I always make sure my bladder is empty, which is a good idea generally. But the fact that your bladder is empty is tells you that this is probably not pee, right? Um, I've heard the, about the female prostate. That's right, the skein's glands, which are also called the periurethral glands. Which, when you look at them under the micro, oh, here we go. You look at them under the microscope. It's uh, yeah, there you go. Look under the microscope. They look exactly like prostate tissue. So some people have a more development of that skein's glands. There, there are not many good t uh, pictures of this. Yeah, um, I'm trying cool. to find one. I like the I like the giant cool over the picture. <laughs> there that? we go. Uh, these really aren't good pictures of Skeen's glands. You need, you need to actually uh, look at uh, Skeen's glands uh, pathology section. Pathology section, yeah. And let's see if we can actually look at what... There you go. And that kind of looks like prostate. That's uh, especially that, that upper left one. And um, What are we looking at? <laughs> yeah. And so they, some women this have a lot of... This is a vagina? 
No, no, it's sort of the glands. It's just these glandular All tissues right. in cross section. Good, I was worried. Uh, yeah, you, nobody's going to be interested in this except me. But, but the the fact that we have women have this prostate-like tissue there, some can really produce a lot of a lot of a lot of fluid. And any male that has emptied his uh, seminal vesicles, in other words, who's had an ejaculate, and then can very quickly ejaculate again. I mean, think about how much fluid goes back into the seminal vesicles. So some women can accumulate similar amounts. Uh, it just doesn't collect in the vesicles. It collects in the, in the skein's glands. Uh, let's see. I, didn't empty, I did not empty my bladder before I squirt. Would I also pee at the same time? Asking because this isn't something I want to test. I love you. Thank you. Keeping us in a safe place to embarrassing questions. Be mm. And then beat me, pee on me. I love you, mommies. Well, um, so do, um, do ladies have the same mechanism that men have? Because I know men can't jizz and pee at the same time. Do ladies? No, have they that? don't. They don't have that. They don't have that. No, because we, we have a we have a valve that closes so the white can come out. They have no white to come out, so they have no reason for that, right? Mm. They but but sometimes when they're aroused, it can be difficult to pee. But they don't have a lot a, a erection to deal with either. That's why we have difficulty peeing. So. <laughs> Bottom line, we're getting into it here. I, I want to sort of get through this topic. Um, that m there is such a thing as female orgasmic incontinence. And probably some people would say that most women that have fluid that, that emits during a, an orgasm are having female orgasmic incontinence. I'm here to tell you that that isn't always the case. And now, any close your ears. If the fluid is thicker and more, more mucoid, more of a mucopolysaccharide, yeah. you know it's not pee. And you can always test it. You can always like take some asparagus or, you know, take a, if you know that your urine turns colors with certain vitamins or something, you, you can always try these things and, and you will see that it ends up usually not being the case. But it is possible you could have both. It is possible you could have both. Um, it is a talent. It's not something everybody can can experience. Uh, women that do this tend to be um, orgasmic with intercourse, while women, not necessarily, but tend to be, and tend to be multiply orgasmic as well, which is, you know, all the different f forms that the female take, right? Some don't have orgasm with intercourse almost ever, and they need some kind of direct stimulation, and they have, they have a long refractory and one orgasm like men. There are those that can have sort of sequential orgasms, like two or three at, a, at, a, at an episode, those people typically can sometimes orgasm with intercourse. And there's women that have, which are the smallest percentage that have stole the orgasms from all the rest of them. And it can have like 30 or 40 orgasms and only orgasm with intercourse and will feel that any kind of direct stimulation like oral sex is uncomfortable. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's some people, most women, well, all women sit somewhere on that spectrum. This young lady is already having, you know, three or four orgasms before she begins order care, three to five orgasms before and squirts before she even begins, uh, sexual intercourse. So she's over at this end of the spectrum. Are we all good gentlemen? Have you, you understand all this now? Hell yeah. Yeah, this is good. Okay. And, and I appreciate, and I appreciate, I hope I got the whole landscape there, but I, oh, there is one other thing. These, these uh, nonsense um, videos out there that uh, are going to teach you how to make a woman squirt, squirt and all this stuff. No, uh, a woman either can do that or she can't. Uh, there's some that might not have figured it out yet. You can, you know, help her try it, whatever, but you're not going to make all women have a squirting orgasm that way. In fact, you're not even gonna make all women orgasm with the BS that's out there with uh, how to. Um, any more questions, gentlemen? I'm all good here, Drew. Uh, yeah. Any? I'm I'm good. I, I I can make them orgasm just fine. So Are you back? We're Are good. you good? Yeah. 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 You understand all those different types? You've encountered all those different uh, ways I've, of being. Fuck! I've never encountered the thirty to forty girl, but mm. man, one of these days maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, they just essentially just go till exhaustion. So it's interesting. Uh, last email here today, uh, long time listener. Hi, mommies. Question related to alcohol in the lungs. I'm struggling with alcohol. Used a sleeping, being used as a sleeping tool. That is not good. I've suffered a rather rough morning expelling last night's sleep aid. With that, I developed a rather rough cough with constant clearing of the lungs. Does he mean he vomited? Uh, long story short, my upchuck is dark yellow and cannot keep anything, I mean anything down. Trying to tie this together. I also, I'm also a mouth breather. Why, when I sleep, can alcohol damage your lungs? All right, dude. You have a problem. 
Um, you have caused a gastritis or pancreatitis. Pancreatitis is a potentially alcoholic pancreatitis, potentially fatal process. If you're having abdominal pain with this, you should go to the hospital. You do need to be seen by a doctor to make sure you detox safely from the alcohol and you need to stop. It, you're, this bullshit about being a sleeping aid is just that. It is bullshit. Uh, now, when you drink enough to sleep, you're usually putting yourself in a state of, sed- of uh, anesthesia. Alcohol used to be used as an anesthetic. And as such, you don't clear your lungs normally. You'll be at risk for pneumonia and aspiration. And if you're vomiting, the aspiration risk gets even higher. Your immunity doesn't work right when you're drinking like that. And people get bizarre pneumonias like Klebsiella pneumonias. So uh, this is not a trivial issue. This Don't diminish. Don't minimize this. This is a real serious stuff. So what if there's a situation where, you know, because I feel like this is probably an extreme end of the spectrum. What if there's someone that is using alcohol as a sleeping aid, but, you know, they're not waking up super hungover? Is, and his, name, is his name Nadav? No, I'm not. No. A, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, of course. Come on, man. I'm not a huge drinker. You think I'd keep that from you? Right. That's true. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's also not. Uh, interestingly, uh, Jewish folk rarely have that. Yeah, I think we like weed more than anything. Weed, stimulants, opiates. Oh, no, it really bends you on opiates is more your deal. <laughs> Ooh. So, so go ahead. All right, I'll I'll try those other two things. Um, so if someone isn't like puking and having like crazy bodily reactions, but is using alcohol as a sleeping yeah, aid, yeah. like what's a safer thing to them for them to transition to well, like melatonin? Yes, or? sleep actually is sleep uh, alcohol. I'm sorry, will make you fall asleep, but it's actually a horrible sleep aid because it screws with sleep latency. So you'll wake up in the middle of the night and be kind of possibly even in withdrawal and screw up the rest of your night's sleep. So it's actually, and this, this is why this guy's drinking so much. He's drinking enough so that the withdrawal doesn't kick in until the morning. And that's not good. That is not good. Mm. No, so alcohol, if you ever notice, if you drink a little too much at night, you'll end up waking up at three in the morning. You'll fall asleep fine, typically, but you'll wake up. Sleep latency is all screwed up. So a better thing, um, you can use Benadryl, but people develop tachyphylaxis to that, so it won't last that long. You can use Tachyphylaxis? You can get tolerant to it. Oh, gotcha. Um, you can um, use melatonin. You can, you know, you can get prescription sleep aids, but don't use those more than a few days. They can be quite problematic. Your sleep gets worse later. Uh, and and the biggest, you know, sort of these days, the biggest recommendation for sleep disturbance is don't sleep. And when you really, you know, your body really insists on it, you will sleep. And if you have some condition like mania or hyperthyroidism or something, make sure you get a medical evaluation, make sure that's possible for you to fall asleep. But melatonin for some people can be very, very helpful. Um Let's see, there are other, uh, let me think if there's any other. What about in states where it's legal marijuana? Like, uh, is that some people have, Yeah, some people do use cannabis to some effect, and, and I, I don't object to that. CBD, some people use that as well. So um, as long as you're not like going, you know, really using a lot, mm. um, that's okay. Again, all these things, though, over long periods of time, you know, we don't know the full effect. So it's always important to take breaks and, you know, try, try to let your body do its own things naturally. It's, it, nothing is better than that. Unless you have a, a problem, like a condition that prevents it. Right. Listen voicemail. 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 Yep, here we go. Hey, Dr. Hitler. This is James from Texas. I just had a quick question about white. Mm-hmm. Um, so does white have salt in it? Because not saying I did, but tasted it one time, and it was a little bit salty. And hypothetically speaking... Say if I ran out of salt, could I oh. use that to season like a steak or something? You bet your uh, Hamilton loving ass I'll be coming up in May. Well, I do like Hamilton. Um, um, number one. Uh, number two, uh, we have the most creative, greatest uh, callers at your mom's house. They're the best. Um, thinking all the time, thinking. Uh Gentlemen, I don't know if you're ready for this question or not, but it is rather common for young males to at some point test their their stuff. So uh, anybody uh, had the experience that you're willing to talk about? Mm. Oh, Nadav has. How about, how about uh, Zolo? Have you uh, been, been a partaker? Nope. Okay. It's always been an accident. Any? Yeah, of course. That one uh, time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Always been an accident. Yeah. It just flies. It was in. always an accident it's, it's one time. And salty? Uh, I don't know, because as soon as it shut, as soon as it got on, <laughs> well, as soon as it got on me, it was just eyes closed, mouth tight, and then I ran to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would have probably noticed salt even at that duration. Any, any uh, review for us? 
No, there's okay. no chance yeah. that I would ever. You're pristine. I figured. Yeah. I, me, no me chance. neither. Actually, the first time I heard of hearing these calls, I was like, wow, people do that. They do it very commonly. Um, and it is salty. It is uh, somewhat concentrated uh, plasma, essentially. Uh, but not enough to salt your food. And it's just kind of a, you, you probably have a very sensitive salty taste. Like you notice Nadav didn't taste the salt. So, and probably the longer, I imagine, I don't know this to be true, but the longer it stays in the vesicles, the more saltier I bet it becomes, more concentrated. But I don't know that. I what can't, it, I can at least say I have tried like uh, my own blood. That That's, that's for sure. salty also, right? That's for sure salty. Yeah. I like that And that's taste. the plasma taste. You like that taste. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll drink that any day. The Interesting. Taste you drink of it, not just taste it, but Copper drink it. pennies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah plasma, yeah, yeah. Has, there's, a, there's a lot of sodium and chloride in, in plasma, in our fluids, in our in our fluids. And if you have something sort of equivalent to plasma, you're likely to have a sort of a, a salty type, maybe a salty taste to it. Uh, another voice message. What's up, Dr. Jeans? What's I'm up? Jesse from Minnesota. Um, so I was just wondering, like, sometimes my pee smells like fish. Mm. Um, and I don't know, is that because I've just ran through too many scurvy twats? <laughs> so now my hole just kind of, like, soaked up all that nasty smell, you know? And so now that juice is reproduced within my yellow. Or do I just have an STD? So, anyways, thanks. Love you. Coming up in May. Piss on me and beat me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, man, this guy. You can see why the chicks love him. Uh, so, here's the thing about fish smell. Uh, it can be anaerobic bacteria, and that might even be just your foreskin or something. It might actually even be the pee. But there is an STD called trichomonas that typically causes a fishy smell in females. Uh, or you're looking up... Uh, Things that could cause uh, a fishy smell. To, to yeah, smell fishy. None of that Brussels sprouts. Asparagus is not fishy. It's a specific thing. Keep going. Let's go right. Down so, further. diet and dehydration mm-hmm. is one. Urinary tract infection, right? That's what we talk about infection. That's two. Bacterial vaginosis. And again, that's the uh, right, that's most cool. typical. Gardnerella does that too. But so you might actually have a urethritis from one of those bacteria. Wait, can guys get bacterial vaginosis? No, no. But they can harbor the bacteria. I've never seen anybody mm. having a smell from it yet. Yeah, this is the fish smell stuff. That's nothing. That's the, a rare, rare, rare the thing. Yeah. The trimethylaminuria. Yep, that's it. Yep. No, no, no. Uh, okay, so, but I would uh, get your urine tested, and uh, I, yeah, that'll be coming up in May, man. Uh, it's something, you know, they're saying liver problems, but that's really different smell. That, that's a, and it's associated with brown urine and stuff like that. So, I mean, are, are you suggesting that he should go to the doctor, or if nothing's hurting, he's probably fine? No, because he can pass that on to other of his partners. This, mm. this is a ladies' man here. And so it, it could be an infection. And if it is a urethritis, it can, you know, you can get complications. You can get strictures in the urethra. You can get, you know, it just, I just, trichomoniasis. That's the one I mentioned. So Gardnerella, trichomoniasis, these are the, the fish smelly ones typically. Got another one for me? These are good voice messages. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name's Emily. Um, I was curious. I recently moved in with my boyfriend and... There was a entire week where we had sex like three times and he didn't ejaculate at all. And it really got me in my head worrying like, is it me? Am I the problem? The only time he ejaculated at all that week was when he pleasured himself. And so I don't know if what I'm feeling is okay and if he maybe needs to get something done about that or get checked out uh let me know love the show thanks oh boy emily 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 we, we've talked about this many times gentlemen have we not we have yeah josh potter it, yeah josh potter was where we talked about these issues and it, it, it is n- almost never the partner it has like nothing to do with the partner it's just him and his rhythm i don't know if you guys had previously not been having sex you didn't know that he didn't do this that he took him a while and that he had to use you know he had to do it himself to make it happen that's just him and you can work with that with him and help him do that but it's not about you this is his biology and there are things that can cause uh, delayed ejaculation for sure i mean he could talk to a urologist but it's probably just always been his thing and uh, you know josh has been getting better right he really had a problem with it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's coming in women right now. I, I don't know. He don't had know he, he got to nope. the point where he wait a minute. He got to the point where he could with one partner, right? 
No, he he, he mean, always said he one, got to the yeah. point where, um, or I think there was one. Yeah, right. But he most of the time still is like he'll oh, get yeah. to that point and then oh. he has to. No, no, it. he's a very very difficult case. I I, I doubt your boyfriend <laughs> is as bad as Josh Potter. He's like legendary. <laughs> let's be fair. Uh, speaking of which, what is up with his cyst? Uh, I just saw him the other day, and he said uh, he's done nothing about it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> can confirm. Oh, my God. He yeah. was going to wait till that abscess drills into his spine? He, he said that they that he was recommend. He went to, like, a doctor, maybe, okay. or, like, an urgent or care oh. or something, and yeah. they said that he would just have to remove it entirely. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Yes, that's where he was at two years ago. Yeah, what, yeah that's what I'm saying. He did nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my God, Josh! Come on, man. I uh, I hit him up and said that you want to go on the show, so expect a call from him pretty soon. You right, could get all, right. all about it, but all right. I'd like to go back to to Emily um, mm. on her saying that her boyfriend doesn't come because yep. she has a couple fears in her head that I that I think I could validate are not true. Yeah, go ahead. And that's if your boyfriend if your boyfriend doesn't like you, he wouldn't be with you. So he does like you and like you fully. Like he wants right. to have sex with you in the worst way all the time. Yeah. That's your boy. That's why he's your boyfriend. Exactly. And then the fact that he can't ejaculate has nothing to do with that or you. It, yeah. Women, women always blame themselves when there's erectile dysfunction or delayed ejaculation. They always blame themselves. And and it has if Emily nothing to do with you. And if Emily like is embarrassed that her boyfriend isn't coming, guess who's even more embarrassed than Emily? Her yep. boyfriend. Well, and not just embarrassed. No, she's blaming herself and getting hurt. She's not embarrassed. There was the squirt that was embarrassed. Emily's oh, just gotcha, getting gotcha. in her head and feeling bad about it. Trust me, he feels bad about it too, which is why you have to kind of work on it as a couple. You have to call it out. What can I do? You know, maybe right before you ejaculate, maybe we can have intercourse right then and sort of expand that to maybe a little bit earlier before you ejaculate. But some part of it's going to, or use some equipment. You know, there's all kinds of toys out there you can get involved with that have, have uh, you know, suggestions. What, what are you doing here, <laughs> uh, Nadav? What are you doing? Uh, I was looking up uh, oh, a sex toy that I mispronounced Sibian. last Sibian, time. Sibian, I believe it's called. With a B. Fuck, I that's always so. my problem. Is it not? This <laughs> uh, no, is it, some sort of creature. I don't is it just, is, or a Maybe it's C-Y. No, it's, it's there. There it is. Motor <laughs> Bunny. Is that right? There Ew. we go. Nope. Don't show this to the people at home. Wow. <laughs> and so why, do you, why did you bring that up? Because that's for her, not for him. Oh yeah, I must have gotten my angles. Yeah, you, <laughs> you were just you know, something you wanted to see. Oh my god, maybe yeah, he so used it on himself. I'm crossing some wires. Yeah, no, no, no. That's. Uh, I mean, no. one of those looks like you could use it. Uh, if you uh, kind of stick something in you. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Huh? They do make these for dudes. Mm. Wait, is that yeah, for dudes? Not for. A, that's not for a dude. I mean, there there is stuff for men, and he, they they should avail themselves of available technology. Man, let's hop off this site. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Maybe one more before I go to some videos. Or maybe one more before we go into the thing that we came to do. Oh, I'm going to get there. Trust me. All right. All right. All right. Hello, Dr. Jeans and the Booth Chomo. This is Lane from Colorado, and I just have a question involving my nutsack. So when I was growing up, pretty much all through life, I've always had this ability. I'm 30 years old now. I can, if I move my stomach inward, like suck in my stomach, my nuts move up as if they were getting cold and like all the way up. And when I relax my stomach muscles, they drop back down and I can just voluntarily retract and contract my, my nutsack. Is this normal? Um, let me know. Indeed. It's not normal. Very, I'm imagining very few people are going to do this, but it's not a pathology. You've somehow have connected that spontaneous smooth muscle cremasteric response to some skeletal muscle activity you've figured out how to do. And uh, congratulations. Uh, there could be a, quite a career ahead for you in certain settings, I imagine. Uh, but it's not a problem. It's not an issue. You can't really hurt anything that way. And uh, if it's cold outside, you've got a, you know instant advantage. Uh, let's look at a few TikToks here. All right. I think you're going to like this batch. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. There's one good thing about the Texas heat. You can guarantee that no one's waiting in your back seat to kill you. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a uh, lovely thought for the day. Thanks, thanks, uh, mom. Woo! Wow, things I I'm not so sure I want to go down to Austin anymore. <laughs> that's what they think about in Texas, huh? All right, all right. 
I was genetically engineered from the ground up. I was a special section Marine from the time that I was a baby. Have you ever killed an extraterrestrial being? Uh. Yes. Have you ever physically been to a planet other than Earth? Yes. There are no indications that Mr. Kramer was actively attempting to deceive me or the polygraph examination. From my perspective, Mr. Kramer does believe that he is telling the truth. I've always known I've been telling the truth. People now are going to have to look at this. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> it's like people with delusions always think they're telling the truth. They think they're Napoleon. They think they're Jesus. They, they will guarantee you that's what they are. So uh, nice. Enjoy. That is... Now, we've been talking about personality disorders, which we're going to get into in a minute. Um, but sometimes people have chronic sort of personality things that tend towards paranoia and delusions. Uh, there's even something called paranoid personality disorder. I'm not saying that's what this guy has, but uh, he, that is a thought disorder. Unless there is evidence of where he's been and what he's been engineered to do, this is a thought disorder, okay? The problem with delusions is they're not rational. They can't be reasoned with. Not only do they believe that that what they're saying is the fact, you can show them hard evidence of the truth and they'll twist that evidence into something else. All right, give me another one. TikTok. This is good. I do like these. So I identify as wolf spiritually and psychologically, but I'm still in a human body. So with that in mind... Have you uh, ever seen a human r wolf run like that? No, but isn't speaking of evidence, isn't that hard evidence that she's not a wolf? I mean, that was, yeah. Not, well, she said that she is. Uh, she identifies as a wolf spiritually, but she is still in a human body. I see. So well, she's she has stuck with the human body. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well. And what's great is that now that you've seen that TikTok. Here's my thing. I'm not going to argue with her. Like, I'm not going to argue with that other guy either, because <laughs> I know it's uh, I, I'm not. A, it's a waste of time. Good. I, I was going to say you shouldn't argue with her because if you mess with her, you're going to need and, to and mess, not only mess with the whole her. pack. Hang on. Not only, uh oh. Not so only, uh -oh. some of the people oh, on TikTok are confused because they've been seeing us on live. Did you want to introduce yourself, Lovely? My name is Caitlin. I am a, uh, a, a Shiba Inu Husky mix. And we've been together for about three weeks now. Yeah. So I'm dating her and I'm dating Alyssa. Um, as you guys probably know, I'm polyamorous. Um, I have three and a half partners. Um, officially, I'm dating Alyssa, Caitlin, and Levi. Levi's long distance, but you guys know that in my stream is Human Wolf. So, yeah. Anything else you want to tell my followers, love? That's I it. I hope to see you guys around. Ooh, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Good for you. <laughs> I like that she's taking this seriously enough that she's developed a an actual uh, actual howl. Is it is that's a, is that a transgender woman? I, anybody? Uh, I I believe so. Okay, and uh, polyamorous and uh, and those two do look strangely alike. It's kind of interesting. What? So, uh, I, they there's an affect that's very similar in both of them. Um, Hold on. Kind of look. Throw it up there. I mean, just see that same flat affect. Well, clearly the uh, one on the left looks like a Shibu Inu mix. Clearly. And the one on the right is a German Shepherd. I'm I don't know. Wolf. Just a, pa no, just a Alaskan wolf. wolf. I don't know. Um, and right. wolves were... Oh, no. Human body. Human body. i got to remind myself. Again, um, people, enjoy. Go do whatever you want. I, I'm, I celebrate you. I love you. Um, I'm not going to argue about it. Enjoy. 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 If you get into... I feel like that's the kind of way I feel like about addicts, too, which or people are using too many drugs, which is like... I'm not going to argue with you. Go go do all you want. When you decide you're done or you have trouble or things shit, shit hits the fan, I'm here. I'm here. I think I know how to handle it. So good times. Uh, all right. So uh, I just feel like we have, what are you pointing at? All right. I'll give you one more TikTok right. and then we'll get into the business. I have a weird, I get a weird, I go down rabbit holes with TikToks. It's, it's easy to suck me into TikTok. Oh. Oh. Horrible or hilarious. Um, good that nobody got hurt. Her giving that gawk gawk night. What does that mean? Do you know what that means? Could you, uh, hold on. Maybe I'm mishearing you. Could you read that again one more time? Her giving that gawk gawk 9,000. Thank you. Zolo, can you isolate that? What does that mean? Help me. Well, you, you've already got it. Tell me what it means now. I'll let any step in. <laughs> 
my god, I feel so lame. I'm more lame than I thought I was. I mean, uh, when you say got got, what what does that mean to you? Doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean anything. No. Like got got, that doesn't doesn't like sound like anything. Doesn't sound. Like oh, you're you're something. you're okay. So we're we're talking. And what's the nine thousand? I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so 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 he is associating. Again, this is definitely a male put this video up. He is associating driving through an above ground pool with oral sex and ejaculation. Boom! He got it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> My brain does not work that way. Hey, you figured it out, though. Not because I understood the connection between that image and those words. Even if he, even if he had said explicitly oral sex, I would not have understood what the hell. But now that you do know what it means, let's watch it one more time. Uh, this is a great video. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> because nobody got hurt. Uh, the pool got ruined, but uh, hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, um... Nikki Glazer has an interesting uh, comedy routine about Gok Gok, so good for her. I don't know if you've heard it. She's very, it's very funny. Okay, so what I want to do today is uh, we've been talking about personalities and what everyone is or is not, and uh, we had some antisocial stuff up last time and any kind of related to that, and we also had some borderline topics up there and any related to that, so I thought I'm going to bring in a MIDI borderline screen. This screen is not meant to diagnose. It doesn't mean you have anything if you rate highly on this screen but it sort of is a food for thought let's just say okay so gentlemen are you ready oh yeah let's okay. go baby let's do it yeah and let me read the the disclaimer on the instrument itself this is not a diagnostic tool you know etc etc but great disclaimer but can believe because they're saying you have to be seen by a medical professional and blah 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 blah, um, blah, blah we got blah, it well that's all you. right okay gentlemen uh we're gonna wait how come my name's not up there Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to be on a score. We're, having, well, we're keeping a scoreboard, guys. Because I feel like you know. already know the an the right I'm, answers to all these tests. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm going to answer them honestly. There's not Ooh, a right or wrong answer. All right. My relationships are very... And, and this ha has to be true now. And if you want to say that it had been true at some time in your life, please tell me. And that's relevant to me as I assess this thing. Right. So, okay. So, if we have transitioned from one if end you've grown up, in other to the words. other at some yeah, point. Okay. Yeah. My relationships are very intense, unstable, and alternate between the extremes of over-idealizing and under undervaluing people who are important to me. True or false? Should we go right down the, the, mm, the list? Yeah, let's start with you, Drew. Uh, I had a period of time where I could say that was definitely happening to me. I had some trauma in childhood, and that was creating some of this. It is definitely a negative, a false now. False. Okay. Okay, up next, any? Um... Could you repeat the question? Jenny, we got to keep him in the I'm room. Sorry, Nadab. You, you need like a, like a little st stun gun or something no, to know. keep him in his body. <laughs> you know what I mean? He keeps dissociating every hey. time I sit down at this table. You got it, buddy. I'm a buy stun gun All for right. the next show. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, just an easy one. Not not a not a taser. Just yeah. something to kind of keep you. Just an up. easy one. It'll be it'll be low voltage. Yeah, yeah. Just a, <laughs> uh, uh, or just a stick then to poke you. Um, my relationships are very intense, unstable, alternate between the extremes of over-idealizing and undervaluing people important to me. So you go between idealizing and de-idealizing. Relationships don't last, they're unstable, that kind of thing. I'm going to say no. Okay, is that a, is that a maybe? Uh, Some, sometimes or used to be, anything like that? Gonna, that's a yes for for romantic relationships ah. but no in in relationships in okay. general okay uh, so let's give that a yes the, oh, the, the no no because that's where the stuff tends to emerge more oh so okay. so let's give that a yes and right, so we got a true friend uh and for uh nadav uh i want to say false okay. uh yeah i don't really over attach okay. to, to anyone right, in my right, life false. are you sure we don't want to say true um, I, I, you're the one that gave me the only romantic relationships and, uh but zolo um, it's false for me too. Okay, false for you. Okay, my emotions change very quickly, and I experience intense episodes of sadness, irritability, and anxiety or panic attacks. Always, never, sometimes. You're first. Me? Um, again, it was a used to be, and my adolescence had a lot of this stuff. And adolescents typically have a lot of borderline qualities to them. So I'm gonna say never. It's N. 
really never anymore. So I just, I, I used to have panic attacks when I was a kid. I'd get depressed really easy. I still tend towards depression, but I really don't. Never. End. So. All right, I'm next. Yeah. I, I am a no. I no, feel never. pretty much nothing never. ever. So yeah, Good. No. Is that because you're away from your feelings or just because you just, you don't fluctuate? Uh, it definitely because I'm, I'm away from those yeah. feelings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But are they underneath there somewhere? Mm, okay. No, okay. I don't think okay. so. I mean, okay. if there are, I can't. Okay. Got it. it. Nadab. And sorry, I'm doing a couple things at once. Can you repeat the question? Sure. One more time? My emotions change mm. quickly. Experience sadness, irritability, or anxiety, or panic. No <laughs> intense <laughs> episodes. You sure we don't need a stun gun for him too? He just, <laughs> I know. What was he yeah. doing? You, you can, you're welcome to pass it back and forth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I will say yes. I, I do okay. fluctuate pretty quickly. But sometimes or always? Uh, I'd say sometimes. Okay. That's an S there. And Zolo? Uh, I think it could be a sometimes too. Okay. All right. And Zolo, more age appropriate, right? Because that's sort of when this stuff happens a lot. Uh, you asked before the mics heated up, you were talking about anger. So here we go. We're getting some anger. My level of anger is often inappropriate, intense, and difficult to control. Always, never, sometimes. Never for me. Never for me also. Never for Why did you ask about Nadav about anger if, they, if it's a never for any? And I'm imagining never well, for you too. Just wait until you hear uh -oh. his answer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> is yeah, sometimes my anger gets away from me. Oh, oh we're going to put that at a sometimes, Yes. Right? Is it sometimes or always? Sometimes is good. He fucking <laughs> He's a liar. He's lying. Oh, it's always. Really? <laughs> it's always. This wow. Well, because I've up. never experienced it. And what, what triggers it, any? Uh, what triggers it? Is it frustration or anger? <laughs> I'd actually love to know this, too, because I don't think I know the answer. Because no, I, I, I imagine you get frustrated really easily. I see that in you. But I don't see the anger or the hostility. You know, it's really hostility that borderlines have, not so much anger. But but go ahead, Andy. When when does it get triggered? Oh. I mean, <laughs> when something's fucking with his money. Yep. Oh. Well. <laughs> if something has the potential to fuck with my money, then I very quickly try to neutralize that ability to fuck with my money. Even if it's a person. Yep. And and what does that Especially mean? Especially if it's a person. I don't know. It's it's a very vague uh, ideology that I have, is, but is, the second I even sense it, all of a sudden defenses go up and wow, I try and neutralize. Is that in your family system anywhere? I mean, I do have J-blood in me, so possibly. I don't mean that. I mean, <laughs> jumping right towards racism. And it's in, uh, that's anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Anti-Semitism? No, racism. <laughs> Anti-Semitism goes into the mix, of course. When I was in the bathroom, I was remembering earlier on the show. I said there was something in the bathroom that I wanted to remember, and and um, <laughs> and I uh, Scott Adams or something said a thing that his friend had told him, an African American friend of his, that uh, <laughs> the the thing that made he, for him white people different and stand out is that they like cheese, and I thought that is. That is a really interesting observation because white people, I mean, think of French and Italians. They they don't consider all the people that can't eat cheese and get get screwed up by it. Like that wouldn't even like enter their mind. The cheese is everywhere, and that's a white people food. So there is how it that's is. how subtle racism can be, right? Oh, it, I mean, it definitely is. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a white person food for sure. Yeah. Like I went to um, you don't like it? cheese. Not like you like people, cheese. And not only that, people with... with uh, How much do I like cheese? You, you ordered the fucking charcuterie board or whatever when we went to that fucking yeah, the listen, bar next to you. Have, I feel if, fancy. If, it was a sometimes dude, thing. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no. I see, I see, I see. No, if, you have, if you have African descent, there's a, a good probability that cheese will make you sick. Nadab, that's not funny. Why is that funny? No, because any coffee... No, no, no. I, I get it now. Yeah, sure. White people love cheese. White people, well, at the very least, they don't consider that pe people with, with, particularly of African descent and other parts of Spain and stuff too, uh, have a, a problem with cheese. You know what I mean? It's like it hurts. Their, it, they have lactose. Digesting it. Got it. it. They get sick. And so uh, that, I thought, that's how subtle racism can be. That's how it works. You got to pay attention or, or you, and then you also don't see yourself. You know what I mean? Look how look how weird it looks to somebody that, that can't stand or can't tolerate cheese. We we sit, we have cheese carts. We have yeah, it was funny. I was at a what was it a crate and barrel? That's that kind of somewhat yep. fancy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember I was at crate and barrel. We were looking at all the kitchen stuff. We're like, this is dope. And then we saw this plate, this like long plate that yep. had the inserts for yep. fork, spoon, and knife. I'm like, the fuck is this? And it was like, there was the charcuterie board. I'm like, niggas in their cheese. What is up with this cheese shit? <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> 
Right. Why do they like and, cheese and, and, so and, much? It really, and, and it's it's deep in France and Italy, right? And even in Greece too. It's like they, it's on in European nations, and that's that's the part. I'm, and I'm very serious about this. I mean, it's funny, and I like that it's funny because it helps us all talk about this. But but it, it, that's the part that 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 when people talk about white supremacy and things like that, that's the that's the part that you got to pay attention to you how it makes you different from somebody else and pay attention to what their needs are versus yours it's a pretty simple thing if we if we just keep our our heads in the game Interesting. so am, well am said, i wrong man. anybody am i wrong no well said yeah no, well said um, okay. makes sense and and, we, and so when people talk about white supremacy they think skinheads and all this other stuff no that's, uh, get that out of your head just talk I, I think maybe eurocentrism or something is a better way to think about it but what we just just it's just about paying attention that's it pay attention everybody that's it Okay, so we're still going down the borderline pathway. We've gone uh, Zola. We get number... Uh, yeah, we need an answer from Zola. Anger. Always, anger. sometimes, never. Uh, never. Never. Now we're in the past when upset. I have engaged in recurrent suicidal behaviors, gestures, threats, self-injurious behavior, cutting, burning, or hitting myself. So have you... A, a simpler way to ask this question is, have you had a tendency towards self-harm? Me, no. Me also, no. No. Never. And uh, da -da. Um, even when you're super angry and you can't get your way, um, even is, then, uh, hold on, is overeating self harm? Ooh, uh, if if it's done out of sort of attempts to hurt yourself to regulate your emotions, mm, then no, no, it's it's normally associated with with happy, uh, happy okay. emotions. Okay, that's not it. Yeah, but it's an interesting, almost a sometimes. But we'll give everyone a no, Zolo. I mean, no. I'll put sometimes for me. That's okay. fine. All right. Never for me. Never. I, I'm guessing when you get intensely, based on what you, I, this part of you, I did not, I did not know until this today. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm guessing when you get intensely frustrated, you feel like just like banging your head against the wall, like literally doing something to yourself. Am I right? You're talking about me? You? Oh no, no, no. it's doing it to the person. Okay. That's making okay. Me well, if you, <laughs> if you couldn't, if you couldn't, you couldn't, you wouldn't turn on yourself. No, 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 okay. no. I've never. Right. I've so never. give yourself a no. Give yourself a no. <laughs> Will do. Uh, let's see. I have a significant and persistently unstable image of myself or of who I am or what I truly believe in. Now, this this is another key part of um, borderline. Now, when I was an adolescent, I had a lot of those symptoms. No, for the last 40 years, thank God. Uh, never. So I have a persistent image of who I am. No, as no, in like, unstable image. Oh, unstable. Like you're like, who am I? What do I really want? Who am I in the world? This kind of stuff. Oh God. Oh yeah. I'm a fucking always on that one. Oh, you're always really. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Is that because you you are not sort of? Are you doing the career you want to do? Um, definitely. You definitely. are. Yeah, I'm so in production. Doesn't, doesn't it, that man. give you? Look, look what Nadav wrote up there. What? Bad. <laughs> he wrote just wrote bad. I'm not just, yes, I'm, but bad. I'm trying to take good notes. It's not. It's <laughs> not going well. <laughs> um. Uh. In other words, does your career give you a sense of identity? Um. Everything gives me a sense of identity. Yeah. I mean, dude, the reason why my name is Any. Mm -hmm. that's not my birth I wasn't born with this name I chose any because it I was trying to figure out there was a time when names meant something to me and I was like what is my name oh it just means my dad's name that's lame I want to choose my own name and so I kept trying to figure out what I identify with and I couldn't everything was like a uh, sometimes you know here and then I'm not, I'm not really that doesn't define me though like I could be whoever I want and I couldn't settle on anything so I chose any because I could be anything I could be anybody I could be did you guys know this you know what I'm saying I did, yeah. Oh, and and why do you spell it the way you do? Um, because A N Y is a hundred percent going to turn into Amy. So, it's oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> smart, do <laughs> smart. Do you see yourself as smart? Uh, that's another difficult question. Um, I mean, it goes with this with this same answer in that it's constantly changing. Yeah. Sometimes, sure, it's mostly. not stable. All right, so we're going to yeah, give you a uh, yeah, we're going to give you an always. Uh, Nadav. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I struggle with imposter syndrome. Like, I've heavily struggled with imposter syndrome, I want to say, for the majority of my life. But you know, usually imposter syndrome, is it really imposter syndrome? Because imposter syndrome usually happens to people that have expertise. They really know that they don't know. You know what I mean? They know how big, vast a topic is, and they feel like, oh, not me. So, so would it be? Uh, would it be? I'm also super self-deprecating. No, no, no. Right. Yeah, I have a I think whole lot of self-worth. It issues. sounds more like self-worth yeah. than self-identity than self-image. Yeah. So why don't you give it a sometimes? Okay. And Zolo. Uh, I think it's a never for me too. Okay. I have very suspicious ideas and paranoid, falsely believe that others are plotting to harm me or experience episodes under stress when I feel that I, other people, or the situation is somewhat unreal. Wait, wait, wait. Let me read this again. Suspicious, paranoid, 
experience episode oh derealization and uh, for me it's an i used to have derealization like any has dissociation derealization i had that when i was an adolescent i do not it's a never now yeah that's a, that's always for me it's always Chief. but you do you get paranoid uh yep oh do you do, do yep. you and and how does how does that manifest um in infinite ways <laughs> like uh, be the latest I mean, can't give you the latest, latest, but let's see the, I mean, I have a, I'm pretty like convinced that when I go to Las Vegas, I don't know why I said Las Vegas, but whatever, when I go to Vegas to gamble, <laughs> um, I, I know that when I walk into the door, you know how they have facial recognition systems They yeah. like, they know how yeah. much money you've made and who you are and everything. Yeah. So in my head, I feel like they're constantly also um, gauging my, um, my mood and my, uh, how so you, long so I'm going to stay there. So you feel like they've intruded into your thoughts further than probably they are. Yes. And, and I, and I, I do actions based on that. Like I'll sit at a table and in my head, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to start pretending like I'm about to leave. Yeah. Like I'm going to make, you know, yeah, yeah. facial. Is, isn't this the result of the fact that people are watching you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't that, that really what you're uncomfortable with is people are watching you. Well, I've had an unreasonable paranoia that people were watching me since before people were watching okay. me. Okay. I always thought cameras were in my okay. walls. And okay. Okay. That's instead. an always, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's an always. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nadav. Uh, no, never really had that never. paranoia. Solo. Never. Okay. Uh, engage your two or more self-damaging acts, such as excessive spending, unsafe and inappropriate sexual contact or conduct, substance abuse, reckless driving, binge eating. Uh, more than two in what? <laughs> like recently. We'll give you recent, like in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> six months. How about three weeks? How about today? <laughs> We give him an always, uh, and me a never. Although I do do a little bit of driving stuff. I noticed last night I was driving recklessly, and I didn't even know it. It was weird. You mean like you were going too fast? I was going too fast. I, 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 in my head, I was just fine, but it was on a street where it was not fine, and a, and a, and a passerby sort of like noted, like, mm, calm it down. I thought, oh, shit, I wasn't even aware of that. So, you know, for those of you who are, who are crossing the street in Laguna last night, I thank you for that. Um, uh, so what do we got here, Nadav? Uh, so this was the self-damaging acts over drinking, over eating, over all. Yeah, sexual con sexual stuff, spending, driving. Past six eating. months. You got the binge eating. Oh. You got the binge eating, right? I got a couple of other of those stuff, too. Ooh, yeah. like what? Uh, gambling, spending. Mm, ooh, okay. We'll give that an always. Fuck. Yeah, always. And then Zolo? Never. Okay. Uh, I engage in frantic efforts to avoid... Hold on, hold on. Let's backtrack a little bit. Uh-oh. Never? What, are you just lying in here? Is that what this uh, is? You're telling me I'm you're not... an angel, Zolo? You got to be honest. That's how these work. Six months, you ain't done two <laughs> things bad for you? N not to that extent. No, I, I don't overspend. I try to be very healthy and Zolo, careful. Zolo, although we think Chris is the baseline, I think Zolo may be the baseline. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? We'll get Chris later. Well, what? I mean, what, what do you think I'm doing? Then? Uh, Nothing. I think you're, you're lying. lying. No, I think, I think you're lying. <laughs> uh, let me, let me uh, flip over the cards. Get mad. <laughs> let me flip over the cards on some of these things. Having some of these things is what make people interesting. So it's not always great to be a never all the way through. Uh, I engage in frantic efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment by people who are close to me. Engage so, in what? Real frantic efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment. Preoccupation with abandonment. Abandonment. So you're first on that one. Oh, no, never. Never. Never for you. Yeah. Abandonment. Yeah. Like you feel like uh, this, yeah. like you sabotage relationships because you feel the chick's going to leave you. And then romantic relationships is where it really comes in. Um, yeah, with ro with romantic relationships and with career, yeah. I mean, you can ask them, Dov, every week I'm like, so am I fired today? Or what's, oh, interesting. When is this happening? Interesting, you know? interesting, interesting. Yeah, he has, yeah, fight or flight kicks in a lot for any. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I suffer from feelings of, oh, no, I'm sorry, we got to get through the list. Go ahead, uh, Nadav. Um, uh, preoccupation with abandonment. Uh, I don't think so. No, that's not your thing. No. And give Zolo a never. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> Okay, this is actually an important one. I suffer from feelings of emptiness and boredom. Um, I, again, for me, 
Just put emptiness because that's the key thing. Emptiness, longing, boredom, those kinds of feelings. Again, as a young adult, adolescent, majorly, majorly, but never now. Never. Uh, I am, uh, yeah, always. Always, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Always bored. Okay. Always looking there. And he's always. Not Have boredom, but, but empty. You feel emptiness. Forget the boredom. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. B- empty, like f- empty on the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. same, same, same. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's the same. It's like if I'm if I'm uh, fulfilled, it's because I'm having fun. I'm doing something, so I constantly feel unproductive, slow, bored. And, and so, when the emptiness, empty. you can you can fill the emptiness. It's just if you're quiet and bored, you'll feel the emptiness. Is that accurate? If I'm quiet and bored, I'll feel. Yeah, that's that's correct. Okay, yeah. but, but when you're active and doing things you enjoy and stuff, or engage in some of the self-harm then, then, <laughs> then the good. emptiness goes away yeah then i'm good yeah good so uh, sometimes or uh, uh, uh let's give you a sometimes yeah okay uh nadav Fine, i'll change the answer for you <laughs> nadav emptiness and boredom um no i, I feel like i seek bored like i like i like having nothing to do okay never zolo um i'd say i'm the opposite of nadav um, i fear boredom but i don't find myself being bored often. Hold on. You, got, you guys zeroed in on boredom. It's really the important thing on this one is the emptiness. When you are bored, let's put it this way. When you are bored and quiet, do you feel empty or longing for something to feel better? Um, I, I, A little bit? Productiveness. I, I feel like I need to be productive and do good things. Not, so you, not that's, emptiness. That's restlessness, right? That's restlessness. May, maybe. Okay. We'll give it a sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. And and again, that w- given your how old now? Twenty one. Not surprising. Again, not surprising. I, I had shit tons of it in adolescence and and uh, young adulthood. Um, my instinct, gentlemen, is for you to uh, print this up and have me talk about it the next show. Is that too much, or shall I do it? Do my little eval now. Ooh, ooh! I do love me a good cliffhanger. And we're—I have another test too that I want to get on the next show because here's—I well, I'm not going to do. It. I'm not, you give me, tell me whether you want me to flip over some cards now, or wait till next show because it's going to be a little involved, and we're going to have some conversations about this. Well, I, I think it's too much for. It might be time. too much for now. Yeah, let's yeah. Let, let, so let, print it let, up. Yeah, let's just kick off the next show and get right into the yeah. shit. We'll print up, love print it. it up, so I can kind of have it in front of me. Um, I've got your, uh, more emails that I'm pushing over to the next show, and there are lots of great emails out here. We have more voice messages. Let's kind of cap it off with another video, just cause, so I feel like I'm at your mom's house. Give me another. <laughs> sure, I'll make you regret asking for that. Oh, shit. Of course. Oh, don't let any see this. Do not let any see this. Don't worry, Chief. Stop oh, looking at the first frame. My God. Oh, my God. Oh my god. And what's the is that like in period blood she's swimming in? I think it's an art installation of some sort. Uh, yeah, it, but it's the it's red water. I mean it's it's it weirdly it gives you the willies, right? It makes you feel like a weird feeling in your stomach I looking think, at it and Eddie just goes to outer space. I think Tom thought it was bloody diarrhea. I mean that is a lot of period I, that's blood. That's either period blood or bloody diarrhea or both, but that's the point of the art. It makes you yeah. think about these One things. One thing's for sure, it's 100% art. And it's 100% bad for any. <laughs> bad on any. Wow. Who found this one? Do we know? I think this was a uh, part of Christina's curations. Oh, she found this? <laughs> you sound surprised. What is wrong with her? <laughs> Hold on. You know what? Let me show you some other stuff. She's, she, oh, well, what, one more Chris- fun one. This is a way for me to feel like I've been visiting with Christina. What, what, I miss her. Uh, give me another fun, fun one. Any, keep your eyes closed. It's bad enough you're having to reveal all your personality functions here. Yeah, you High-value men specifically should avoid disagreeable women, single moms and feminists and stuff like that. <laughs> Unhealthy women. I mean, something like 60% of the North American population is fat or obese or morbidly obese. Yeah. You married a dime. She gets fat. She refuses to lose weight for you. So you're essentially paying a pig for the rest of your life. These like perpetually woke women that um, talk about the patriarchy only earning, you know, 74 cents in every dollar that a man earns. That whole victim mindset means that they have to have an oppressor. Oh, yeah. And guess who that oppressor is going to be, fellas, if she's dating well, you? It's going to be the man because yeah. that's what they've been told. So you want to stay away from victim mindset women. You know, these women that are all hashtag boss girl, she's the boss girl. There's got to be all these things that have to be done. And guys, don't waste your time on the boss girl hashtag girls. Well, he, here's, here's what he did say that was uh, something to pay attention to. 
that this is the reaction to some of the stuff that's out there. And I'm afraid we're going to see more of this. Um, and I'm, I'm concerned about it. And was that Christina's dad? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that who that was? Does he got his own podcast now? No. Isn't, that's kind of how she describes him, right? Except even worse. She describes him even worse. Um, but yeah, these guys seem really angry. Let, let's, let's, be, let's be clear. Those are awful instincts and awful behavior. And that's not the way to healthy relationships. But I, I've been worried for some time that we're going to see more of this kind of thing. Um, the, the, the unintended consequence of some of the stuff that's been going on socially, there's going to be like a, a reaction of some type. I mean, there's been, we've seen lots of political manifestations of it. This kind of thing interpersonally is likely to show up too. So pay attention, everybody. Now, are these guys uh, ir ir you know, irretrievable? I, I always hate, I, listen, I've seen skinheads recover, real skinheads. I've seen people get better from bad, bad, aggressive, hostile attitudes. So um, th th I will end this show with this thought. A very good friend of mine who's a psychologist, when I was interviewing her on a podcast or a streaming show, I do a streaming show at drdrew.tv if you want to see it. We got Patricia Paytas coming in there pretty soon. Um, and she used the word grace. And I thought, man, that is a word we can all use a lot more of right now. I said, man, that word. And we, she brought it up to me a couple times since. She said it was a word her grandmother used and said, pay attention to this word. And uh, I'm here to tell you that is a word. Now, we're not always... We're not always um, doing doing uh, your mom's house bidding with grace. But I think it's where we got to keep in mind as we look at videos like that and think about going forward and then have some fun here at your mom's house in the meantime, but keep, keep grace in the back of our mind. How's that for a, for a closer? Couldn't agree more, Drew. All right. Have grace for one another. Be grace, uh, be, be full of grace as we, as we go forward. Even guys like that, Ben, God bless them. Uh, okay, and I mean that in any sense in which somebody takes it. DrDrewAfterDark at gmail.com at 818-253-1693 are those voice messages. You guys are great. I love answering them all. I hope they help you. Uh, to me, the highlight of the show today was um, this young lady. I think her name, was it Emily or somebody? Ah, here. it was. Uh, she didn't give me her name, but she said, uh, thank you. I love you so much, and thanks for giving us a safe place to ask embarrassing questions. So thank you to the boys, for, and thank you to Christine and Tom for creating an environment where it's possible to do that, and we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.